Hi, I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us on our Freedom Fighters podcast. Ten years ago this week, I signed one of the most significant reforms in history. Simply put, Act 10 took power out of the hands of the big government special interest and put it firmly into the hands of the hardworking taxpayers and the people they duly elect to run their state and local governments. For the left, it was all about the power. That's why they went from hundreds to thousands to tens of thousands of protesters. Eventually, our state capitol and square were occupied by some 100,000 protesters. That's right, the Occupy movement didn't start on Wall Street, it started on my street in Madison, Wisconsin. They wanted to intimidate us. First, it was the protest. Then it was the threats of fiscal harm, and in some cases, even death. They made threats to me, to my family, to members of my administration, and eventually to lawmakers. One threat said they'd gut my wife like a deer. Another told Tonette that she should say something to me or I might end up becoming the first Wisconsin governor to be assassinated. Instead of intimidating me, these threats just frankly ticked me off. Same was true of our lawmakers. The more radical the left became, the more extreme their pressures were, the more Republican members of our state legislature bonded together. At one point, a judge ordered that the state capitol be cleared as protesters occupied it 24-7. Once word came out that a vote was being uh, taking place, they stormed the capitol, crashing through windows, taking the hinges off doors, running over the capitol police. For many, the protests turned into a riot. Lawmakers eventually had to literally exit the capitol through a tunnel and be taken away in state vehicles for their own safety. But it was worth it. Over the past decade, our reforms have saved the taxpayers, the hardworking taxpayers of Wisconsin, more than $13 billion. More importantly, they allow local officials to run their schools, state and local governments. School leaders, for example, can staff based on merit and pay based on performance. That means they can put the best and the brightest in the classroom and keep them there. Thankfully, those reforms are still in place today. Mark Thiessen and I wrote a book about all this, aptly called Unintimidated. It's an easy read. The book details what we did 10 years ago, but more importantly, why we did what we did. That's important today for several reasons. First, governors and mayors all across the country are going to be grappling with how to face economic and fiscal crises coming out of this global pandemic. The so-called COVID relief bill, which by the way, only spends about 9% on COVID-related health issues, that bill will not fix all of that any more than the so-called stimulus did back in 2009, 10, and 11. State and local leaders will have to make meaningful changes to get their states and their cities back on track. Second, conservatives faced the same type of intimidation tactics we did in 2011. The scale may not be quite the same, but the reasons are not. The left, you see, wants to intimidate us. They want us to feel alone, out on a branch, somehow by ourselves. That's one of the biggest reasons I joined Young America's Foundation. If you want to find out more, go to yaf.org. You see all the details of the fights that we're engaged in for free speech and breaking through the intimidation factor we see on our campuses. We're reaching young people with the truth, and we're letting them know that they are not alone. For years, we've seen it on campus. Now it's seeping into our culture, and increasingly, we're seeing it within our communications, particularly through the censorship of big tech. 
we have to fight back. Ten years ago, they tried to intimidate us. They tried to scare us. They tried to silence us. And yes, ultimately, they tried to recall or cancel us. We did not back down. We did what was right, and we won. Best of all, it worked. Common sense conservative reforms work, which is exactly why they want to stop us from getting the word out to others, particularly out to young people. They don't want a battle of ideas because they know we'd win. They want to wipe us out so that no one ever hears the truth. A great quote from Sir Winston Churchill has been circulating this past week. In it, he said, some people's idea of free speech is that they are free to say what they like, but if anyone says anything back, that is an outrage. Well, some things never change, which is why another great Churchill quote comes to mind. He said, never, never give in. Never, 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 in nothing great or small, large or petty, never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. Winston Churchill was right about not giving up, or as I like to say, don't be intimidated. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom.